Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reservations. I am Rain Wayland, and I'm joined by my good friend Alex uh, once again for the first time in the. When did we do for our first episode? Like two months ago. I know. For the first <laughs> time since last time. Since since the since it's the me. last time. <laughs> but um, I decided uh, that me and Alex should do a follow-up to our Star Wars episode uh, since we released that before they even announced the the final movie, The Rise of Skywalker. But uh, I think it was your assumption that was right uh, when we did the episode about that. It was probably going to start with an R word. Yeah. I don't really count the as the beginning of the title. No, the yeah. rise of Skywalker. Even though I really want to say the rise of the Skywalker, <laughs> the rise of the Skywalker, the yeah, yeah. yeah so, but um, but yeah, no. Uh, so so when we did that episode, we we just talked about the uh, uh, we just talked about like the confirmed details, right? Yeah, and some stuff we thought about. Yeah, might happen. But. Yeah. Well, and now there's an actual trailer out now. So, so based it came out like a week or like a few days after we I, I finished say, our things. And yeah, we're like, what? I want to say like a few a few days after I posted the episode, uh, it was out. Um, so based on what we've seen in the trailer, what? what I mean, like it's kind of cliche to say not really cliche but what do you think is going to happen because you know it's it's a year after the events of the uh, the last Jedi yeah um uh, definitely seems like Rey is coming into her own with her Jedi powers yeah She's repaired the 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 lightsaber the famed blue lightsaber I know that got split in half and all you can tell is that there's like some metal black thing keeping it together so um, and the I will say they don't really give much away about what's going to happen you know because I mean that's kind of how they all have been yeah all the trailers for all this, the you know sequel trilogy has been yeah the very just a lot of mixed action shots and then some little dialogue. Yeah, because never like it's never any conversations between two characters. I've noticed. Yeah, it's yeah. Usually the first trailer, yeah, there's like nothing that tells you like what's actually going to happen. The second trailer gives you like a little bit more. Yeah. Sort of. Not really. In most trailers, it does, but in I think the Star Wars ones, they really have. I kept it very secretive. Yeah, and, and I, that's yeah, definitely on purpose. Yeah, I think especially yeah. after. A, you know the 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 backlash of yeah, the, uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> they're definitely gonna do it that with this one too. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm I'm still really excited about it. I wasn't expecting to see Ray uh, flip over a speeding Tie Fighter. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I have a sneaking suspicion we will probably not see that shot in the finished cut of the movie. <laughs> probably not. Or, it's kind of like a, that. In Rogue One trailer, like Jenner shows up on the like radio tower thing, and the you know she's like walking on the balcony, and the Tie Fighter comes up. Not oh a, yeah, not in the tra- not in the movie oh, at yeah, all. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Or um, or the shot of her in the uh, like the Death Trooper gear, and she's like in the in the spire. 
and yeah. she's kind of like turning around. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was a minor shot. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's, I could have lived without that anyway, but still. But, uh, I, um, I was glad to see that, you know, there were going to be a lot of differences from The Last Jedi and this one. I mean, I love The Last Jedi. I don't... I really don't see why people hate on it so much. I mean, I can see why. I I mean... I don't love it, per se. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, there's a few things. Like, I definitely wish Ryan Johnson would have (laughs) fixed. Like, uh... I think they should have, like... Planned it out better. Yeah, I mean, like, like I get you know wanting to do different directors for each one, mm-hmm. but like come up with your trilogy story first, right? Like instead of like J.J. Abrams like here's this, here you go Ryan do a trilogy. He's like ah, I'm gonna take this 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 and leave everything out, and everyone's like, well then why is that in the first one? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I feel like it was. Uh... I feel like J.J. just kind of was like you know th- this is the direction I want to go. Do with it what you will. Um, no, no, yeah. I, I wish. Yeah, I wish we kind of would have talked about that in the first episode because I, I agree. They, I think they should have, because you know they had J.J. Abrams planned, uh, Ryan Johnson, and then Colin Trevorrow. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Yeah, the true. guy who did uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think Disney should have sat down with them and been like, okay, look, we're gonna let you guys plan these sequels, but you need to plan them together. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Although I guess you know, but I guess having in, JJ in true back, uh, Star Wars fashion, like the first three weren't planned out ahead at all. I mean, uh, George Lucas kind of did. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he didn't know, you know, he thought the first one was gonna bomb. He yeah. didn't think he was gonna make two more. Yeah. Or then you know three more after that one. Yeah, because you know from what what I've always known is that he he wrote the first one. And then, like, well, think, he, wrote, he wrote like a big chunk of it of what he wanted, mm-hmm. and then he trimmed it down and trimmed it down, and then he picked, you know, the best part of that story, which apparently was four. So I've heard. So the rumors are. Yeah. Well, so they should have gone like Lord of the Rings and just just started it from the beginning, st- or just you know, Lord of the Rings style, where you know everything is planned out, everything is mapped out, how it needs to be. And they just film it all, and just yeah, yeah. Well, but it, you know, it was the seventies, so they. Well, I mean, yeah. like this one now, they should. Oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, we're like, they just yeah. kept filming because they, they knew, you know, we knew that there were going to be another trilogy when yeah. Force Awakens came. They should have just sat down, be like, hey, let's plan everything out so everything lines up, everything you know, hits where it needs to. Yeah, but. But I mean, but then again, I think that's uh, a good thing to have JJ back as the director. And from what I understand, he's he uh, co-wrote this script too. Yeah. And uh, from what I read, is he is taking elements from each trilogy and like incorporating them into it. I, uh, but I definitely think he uh, they are um, not necessarily retconning, but they are uh, they are. Um, the retconning the the importance of Rey's heritage because yeah. you know in, in The Last Jedi they made it seem like you know Ryan Johnson made it seem like it was just like yeah, it was just random space junkies yeah they, they sold you for drinking money for as, uh, uh, death sticks you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah 
<laughs> yeah, they 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 need to buy some dust sticks. But now now with like JJ back, they're like, well, you know, hang on, like it's uh... which I guess you know it it wasn't ever like set in stone that they were nobody. Yeah, I was sort of like a, a left vague. I feel like on purpose. Yeah, because even JJ just Kylo Abrams, was just like, you're you're not anybody. You're like, well, do we know if he's telling the truth? Everybody's just trying to get in Ray's pants. See, Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what that's what I think it might be is that he lied to her, just to just I to f- get her on his yeah. side. I feel like they're gonna make it that way, but yeah. And definitely in the moment, it seemed like he was telling the truth that he was yeah. being sincere and like, yeah, no, your parents didn't I care mean, about you. He did uh, murder his his dad, his fake Palpatine for her. Yeah, that's true. Which I will be. I think I just got. I think I mentioned it when we first did our Star Wars episode. But I will say, uh, I didn't like that they built Snoke up and then they just killed her. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I think that's my only he's problem like, with the last. Jedi. Yeah, he's like this massive. Uh, like he was especially built- in like uh, the Force Awakens, like all the promos were like, "Oh, we don't know who this mysterious guy is, but he's been around for a long time." Yeah, but he's so powerful, and, and then mean- he gets uh, shish kebabed by Kylo Ren by his own apprentice, yeah. and, and he couldn't figure out that he was turning the other lightsaber. Not like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe uh, you know, going back to the the Rise of the Skywalker trailer, I, th- I think I just said it. Rise of Skywalker trailer, you know, we hear Palpatine's laugh at the end. So maybe, uh, what if there was no uh, Snoke? I had. I and see. It was Palpatine. I heard a theory that Snoke is like a version of Palpatine. Well, yeah. Almost duh. like a almost like a Harry Potter reference here. Uh, Horcrux for Palpatine. Like he didn't oh, have all yeah. of Palpatine's memories. Oh yeah, yeah. But he well, had all of Palpatine's powers. Well, there's some like comic books or novels uh-huh. where before uh, I think it was like before even the prequels came out, uh-huh. where uh, like Palpatine had clones mm. of himself, and so they're like you know incubated or something. And once he did die, like his. Like it was like a. It's kind of like a tr- like a soul transfer thing or a mind transfer thing. Oh, you okay. went from yeah. one body to the other. Yeah, because because like I know I've had the discussion about like you know Palpatine's dead. Uh, how did how, you know, how did we hear his laugh at the end of uh, the trailer? My theory. But did he die? See, that's we the, just saw him get thrown down a shaft. Yeah. See, that's that's that, that's my first theory that he didn't actually die. In in uh, in in Game of Thrones, keeping with Game of Thrones, if you don't see the character die, probably didn't die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's any kind of yeah. The, uh, so that's my first theory that he didn't actually die, and he's just been kind of like. Like he's been ruling from the shadows. Like he's been like manipulating everything. Yeah. Um, my second theory is that he did die, but he, because correct me if I'm wrong, but I've never known in the lore of a Sith ever achieving like Force Ghost. Right. Like, the, yeah. Apparently, they're not supposed to be able to, from what I know. Yeah, see, that's what I that's what I thought too. So my my other theory is that he has achieved that, like he figured out a way to oh yeah, yeah. to like submit his powers and maybe he doesn't have a physical form, but he's still there. I don't know. I uh, I just wish J.J. Abrams would not have confirmed that 
it was oh. Emperor Palpatine. I, I, I really wish they would have left that in mystery. I mean, like, we all, like, all the Star Wars, you know, fans like us, I'm sure we would have figured it out, but yeah. I feel like he should have left that in mystery, but what could it, what could it mean? I, I want, I want to see, uh, I really hope we get Anakin Skywalker back in this one. Yeah, you know, ghost form. Yeah, I keep, you know, and I keep hearing all these theories that Hayden Christensen has been, you know, approached and asked and, like, agreed. Well, there's, like, a... I think in like the, one of the Force Awakens, like art of it, or like you know, yeah, I like think the it's production thing that they, he was going to show up as yeah. as a Force ghost, like shifting between yeah, dark side and light side. Which I I'm glad they cut because with how Return of the Jedi ends, Anakin is fully back on the light side. Yeah, so I feel like that wouldn't have made that would have sense. Yeah, that would have defeated the whole uh, you know the whole chosen one arc exactly, which. You know, I think it was my mom who said that she feels like the the chosen one was never really Anakin because when when Darth Vader killed the Emperor or quote unquote killed the Emperor, um, that offset the balance of the Force. Because you know that was the whole point of the Force Awakens is the Force needs balance again. Oh yeah, and that maybe. She thinks that Ray and and Kylo are the balance of the Force. See, that's kind of something I thought of, mm-hmm. like a little theory I built in my head. Is that like, like maybe, uh, like I kind of had the same thing where uh, Anakin was the chosen one. Uh-huh. He has died, and you know his, you know he was both on light side for of the Force and the dark side of the Force, right? right? So those two entities of him split and were reincarnated in a as, sense as Ray and Kylo. Rey and, Kylo you know? and that's why they have in the Force, not the, the Last Jedi, they have that little, uh, you know, part where they can like literally see each other across the whole freaking galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like appearing to each other. Like, why else would they be connected that way? Right. Yeah, um, Snoke said, oh, he did that. But I felt like he just sensed it and claimed it on his own because it still happened mm-hmm. after he died. Yeah. Like if it was just, if it was him doing it, how could he do it if he's dead? Right. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he he sees Ray going into the Millennium Falcon right before you know she actually does. Yeah. yeah I mean, and see, because like, and I heard another theory, and I kind of like this one because um, you know, I have a feeling that the, that. The circling back. That's what I was thinking of. Not retconning. Circling back no, yeah, to Ray's yeah. heritage. Um, but I heard the theory kind of talking about Ray's uh, heritage um, that she's Luke's daughter, Obi-Wan's uh, oh, granddaughter. granddaughter. Yeah. I've heard I, that Have one you heard too. that one? Yeah. With a, yeah, I don't really... <laughs> like that one if if anyone hasn't heard this theory essentially what it is is the theory is while uh obi-wan was on uh you uh, doing his watch of luke on tatooine um he kind of had some urges and got <laughs> busy with a, a tatooine woman and had a baby tatooine night yeah, and that baby grew up and you know left home and yada yada yada, and at some point, 
Luke and the theory is it's uh, Obi-Wan had a daughter. Two bastard children got together made Rey. <laughs> exactly. And then Luke uh, out of fear that because I heard a part like I heard like two parts of the theory that like the mom died but then I heard a theory that she went off too like she had to go off and do something too but anyways so the, then like the theories that Luke left Ray on Jakku for protection yeah that one and then sense. no no that was wrong I'm wrong I'm just now remembering the theory that I heard was Luke didn't even know about Ray because he hooked up with the uh, Obi-Wan's daughter didn't didn't know about her and so the mom left her on Jakku for her protection because she knew how important Ray would be. This is like this like <laughs> like the stretchiest of stretches. <laughs> for of all the there's like what? Okay, think of our planet. There's like almost eight billion. Right. Think of the Star Wars universe. It, it stretches like, across maybe you know, galaxies. Maybe one billion planets of however many billion people. Right. And R- Luke just happens to hook up with the, the daughter of his old mentor. mentor. <laughs> like, no, that's. I I don't know because in because I know in the uh, the extended books before Disney, you know, retconned all the books. Um, which we talked about, but I know in one of the books it's confirmed that Ray is Luke's daughter. Um, but then you know Disney retconned all that. What that happened before Ray even existed? I don't know. It was just like a Ray-like character. Is that what you're saying? No, no. Her name was Ray. Um, here, let me let me see if I can pull it. I mean, up yeah, I know he had kids, but I don't. Her name wasn't Ray. Let's see if I can in pull the, it in the old lore. Let's see if I can pull. But it up. the thing is, Disney retconned all that before even the Force Awakens came out. Well, like, uh, here, let me see. Because they were like, we're just going to clean slate everything. We're just going to do this. Uh, Where are you, Ray? Where is Ray's name? Oh, my Lanta. Ray. Uh, There you are. Ray. Um... Yeah, I could have read some. Maybe I misread it. Um, Maybe you're dyslexic. I mean, as I just recently learned, I am dyslexic, apparently. Oh, well, there uh, you go. According to my uh, my mother. Um, but, yeah, I guess, yeah. Okay, maybe I, maybe I read it wrong. But, yeah, I read somewhere that Ray is, like, in the extended universe, Ray is Luke's daughter. But um, I guess I read it wrong. But you know what? I uh, I like to think that she has some relation to Obi Wan because why else would Obi Wan have called out to her in the Force Awakens? Yeah, like how would he? I mean, like yeah, like the Force Ghost of really any fallen Jedi can reach out to whoever, but why Obi Wan specifically? Like why not Qui Gon Jinn or? Yeah, because we haven't heard from him since fucking Phantom Menace. Well, unless you come to Clone Wars. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't know if you watched that or not. Uh, he does show up as a Force ghost. Oh, yeah. So. But, but I mean, 
I don't know. But then, like, as the title suggests, like, I feel like that she's a Skywalker. I, I feel like Skywalker is more of a title than a name in this case. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, in the trailer it says every generation has a legend. Yeah. Which I feel like they're playing off of the whole thing in The Last Jedi where Luke is discussing how, you know, he defeated the Empire and the Emperor yeah. and I became a legend. So I feel like... Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that that makes kind of sense. That yeah. Skywalker would be more just a title. Like, that like maybe Ray might start calling herself by the end of the movie Ray Skywalker, even though she's not an actual Skywalker. Yeah, maybe, maybe like in this case, like she can, you know, like you know, Luke Skywalker, like his title with Skywalker would be like starting a new thing of Jedi, maybe a. Yeah, maybe. She can do the same thing where she trains Jedi, even though she has no Jedi training to begin with. But I know. Whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, no. I mean, Luke had some Jedi training, but he never finished it. So. Well, that was defeating, uh, I think bringing back Anakin was technically his. His completion? His completion of becoming a Jedi. Ah. So now I'm going to have to rewatch the, the Return of the Jedi. Or just rewatch all. Well, I mean, yeah. As, yeah. as how much as how much your mother says, you know, if you're not trilling it up every uh, every like four years, every, three every three or four years, yeah. yeah, three or four years, the empire wins, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's. I think it's been about. Um, no, it hasn't been three or four years. I think it's been about a year because a while for me because now that we have the. Uh, the standalone films, I incorporate those into Ooh. my into my watching. So I go episode one, two, three, and then I'll if I'm if I'm in the mood for laughs, I'll put on Solo and then Rogue One. There we go. There we go. Or if I'm in the mood to keep staying serious, I'll do Rogue One then Solo since they're technically happening simultaneously. Or or would you say Solo happens before Rogue One? Solo definitely happens before Rogue One. Okay, so then that's. Because Rogue One is like, like right before, like minutes before. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was talking to someone about all the memes that came out after Rogue One came out. You know, where they're showing the scene in A New Hope, where you know Darth Vader is accusing Leia of having the plans, and she's oh, like, yeah. "I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan," and then like edited the subtitle and like bitch I just saw the plans end up on this ship yeah. like I just murdered 20 of your dudes to get to the plans <laughs> like, I know I was you, on this ship just a few seconds ago I know you have them yeah um, but uh, but then you know after the the standalones then you know four five six and then seven eight but then yeah nine. that's uh, that's at least a good um you got to start watching those like early in the morning if you want to get through the entire. It's like a legit twenty-four hour. Thing. I think so. It's like suck on that uh, extended edition Lord of the Rings. I know, I know. If you if you want to do that with uh, Lord of the Rings, you would have to do uh, the extended edition all three Hobbits oh, and yeah. the extended edition of Lord of the Rings, which the extended edition of Hobbits are about three hours long a piece, so that's nine hours. And then about another nine hours, so it's eighteen hours, so it's almost there. Well, extended edition is like the non-extended edition of every Lord of the Rings is three hours. Oh, so ex- more, it's like closer to four. 
Yeah, four each, I think. Well, then that's I think four tw- and a half for the last one. So because there's like six different endings. Yeah, that's you right. Know. Yeah, all the fake, the fakeum endings. But but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I mean, you know, we we still have uh, you know it's June it's June now. Five months, five yeah. or six months. Well, June, June's almost over, so about yeah, five months. Yeah. Uh, well, no, actually, they said it comes out on Christmas. So as of yesterday, it was exactly five months. No, oh, yeah. six months. Yeah. I'm a dunce. I can't do. I can't. Can't do simple math. It's all right. You have dyslexia. I know. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Lando is back. Okay. I know, which I am so finally excited for. Like, I hey, everyone. where were you when your best friend died? I know. Uh, like I, I, I want to know. I truly want to know their excuse for why it took them so long to bring back Lando. Yeah. Like there has to be some excuse. Like, oh, Billy D. Williams is unavailable. Like, I love Billy D. Williams, but I highly doubt he was unavailable. Yeah. Well, what is he doing these days? I know. Like, I love Billy D. Williams, but like, he, he, there's there's no way he wasn't not busy to come yeah. and do this. Yeah. I, I even would, know. I feel like he would have loved it too. He'd be like, hell yeah. I, I even know that Mark Hamill is pretty upset that, like, they didn't bring him back in the other two. Yeah. And then, like, really pushed for Disney, like, he needs to be back in the last one. Like, you have to bring him back. Um, did, did you see the memes that were being made of Lando being back where it was it's the scene from Solo? Where uh, Donald Glover's like, you know, I'm gonna get my shit back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Alden Ehrenreich is like, yeah, over my dead body. And then it's the scene from <laughs> Rise of Skywalker where he's like <laughs> laughing. Laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, but I'm, but yeah, no, I'm glad Billy Dee's back because you know we lost Carrie Fisher. Man, is it is it been almost two years or has it been a year? It was been more than two years but you know but we lost carrie fisher and i'm so glad that her daughter um oh my god what's her daughter's name she's even in the movies too uh billy something right Billy lord billy lord that's it i'm so glad billy lord was okay with them you know using not necessarily like cging i cgiing her but like using leftover footage from yeah. the Force, uh, the Last Jedi, and then kind of tweaking it a little bit because yeah. I don't, I don't think it's like a full on like CGI'd person like they did with uh, Peter Cushing in Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think in the scene where Ray hugs her, I think that's a real person that they just put Carrie Fisher's face on. Yeah. But, but no, like, <laughs> uh, the last. The last thing I want to say before we uh, before we move on to our other subject is I really hated seeing all the things about people saying like oh the wrong twin died, like talking about uh, what was it uh, oh. Leia yeah Leia dying or Luke. So Luke died Leia should have died instead of Luke or something like that yeah I don't know I I don't know like I. Uh, understand why Luke had to die. Like, once I really, like, understood it, I, like, I got why Luke had to be the one to... Yeah. To die. Because... Because with how he was... I wouldn't say... I wouldn't call Luke a coward. I would call him a, uh... A broken man in The Last Jedi. But how he was, he had to be the one to 
to make the sacrifice that would eventually put him at peace with the force again but but yeah uh, six months it's gonna be so awesome Uh, I'm definitely gonna make sure I get my tickets for day one I will uh, quit my job if I have to okay well (laughs) you do you (laughs) Uh, All right, everyone so I've we I've rarely ever done this on the podcast where we switched subjects in the middle of the episode, but me and Alex uh, talked about it, and we just wanted to kind of do a follow up to Star Wars. And the rest of the episode, uh, we're going to talk about a show that I think really, uh, I think it saved Netflix, didn't it? Like it really saved like them in the yeah. streaming market. Yeah. Um, and if I'm sure some of you out there know, as soon as I said Netflix, uh, we're talking about Stranger Things. Um, before I and we're gonna talk about um, season three, but before we get into it, um, do you remember the first trailer they ever put out for Stranger Things? Uh, yeah, I I remember I watched half of it. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. Like, is this a movie? Is this a TV show? And I'll be honest, I did not watch it to the end. I I got, I think, all the way to the part where Renona Ryder is like, my son is missing. And I was like, who cares, Renona Ryder? <laughs> like, I don't care. And so I, I kind of passed on it. Go back to Beetlejuice. <laughs> I, right? <laughs> yeah, where's Beetlejuice 2? We were promised that 10 years ago. Um, and... Um, then I remember like everyone like blowing up about it like like, oh my god it's so good like have you have you watched it it became like the the Game of Thrones of Netflix have you watched it yet no I even remember my mother telling my mom like no I haven't watched it and just hearing the sheer like disappointment in her voice like you you haven't watched Stranger Things and um I finally watched it binged the entire first season and actually I had to restart it because I started watching it and then I showed an episode to Ashley and she immediately fell in love but she was like okay what's going on here so I had to go back and restart it so she could see what was going on and the show is just awesome it's 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 so it's written so well it's has a perfect cast of all these like unknown kids yeah. who now all have careers thanks to Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Um, you know Finn Wolfhard who plays Mike uh, has a uh, a freaking band that they just put out an EP and it's really, really good. Finn's the uh, uh, guitarist and singer, and it's it's really good. It's called uh, Calpurnia. Is it the band from uh, the? Weezer music video where they covered uh, Take On Me? Yes. Yes. Is that really that? Them? That's that really it. them? Yeah, that is his band. I thought it was just... That was That's his full that's band. That's interesting. Yeah. I did not know and that. And it's, it's, yeah, their music is really good. Um, I like that music video. Uh, you know, I feel like it really helped Renona Ryder's career. Um, yeah. Because now that she was like falling down but you know she hadn't really done anything in a while kind of plateaued I guess yeah and now it's now her career is going back up Uh, same with David Harbour I found out I've seen him in like a ton of movies and I didn't know the beard really like makes makes him look really different I've seen him in like all these different movies that I've seen before I'm like oh yeah, yeah, like uh, like he's in Suicide Squad uh, for like yeah. two scenes. Yeah, doesn't have a beard. 
Uh, if anyone has seen Suicide Squad, he's uh, David Harbour, who plays Har- uh, Hop- Chief Hopper in Stranger Things. His character in Suicide Squad is the congressman who says the now infamous line, like, what if Superman came and ripped off the yeah. ceiling to the White House and picked the president up? Who would have stopped him? Like, the movie's so bad. It has its moments, but that movie's bad. Yeah. But yeah, no, like, in the, so now David Harbour is like, his career is starting to shoot up. Uh, he did the the flopped Hellboy movie, which, from what I heard... Wait, that came out already? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, know. Dude. And it's about to be out on Blu-ray. And it's, oh, it's, I didn't even know it came it, out. It flopped, from what I heard, it flopped so hard... The consensus that I read is that everyone said that David Harbour's performance as Hellboy was awesome. Like, he he was the silver lining of the movie. Yeah. But even then, that wasn't enough to save the movie. Which, I mean, I'll be honest, like, it's really hard to follow Guillermo del Toro. And it's really hard to follow Ron Perlman. Even though Ron Perlman kind of plays the same character every time a very stoic character but I feel like Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy movie even the sequel kind of like set the standard of how how to do Hellboy in in a movie but I mean I still haven't seen seen David Harbour's version so yeah. it might be good I don't know but, um, but yeah so what was your opinion of season two because I definitely feel like season two came a lot quicker than I was expecting of Stranger Things. Um, yeah, it kind of did. Yeah, because I feel like once I finally got on the bandwagon and watched season yeah. one, like a few months later, it was like, oh, hey, we have a second season coming out pretty soon. Yeah. It came out later because I think the first one was like summer 2016. Season two came out like... Halloween time. Yeah. yeah I think uh, they specifically were shooting yeah. for like an October release. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the first episode takes place on Halloween. Because they're all just of his ghost movies. I liked the second season. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, season one started in uh, July of 2016. And season two started uh, in October of 2017. Yeah. So. And then we, then we had to wait a whole two years season three years yep. um, you know I I liked season two as well they're they added a lot to the uh, and what, what I like with every show is when you add to your own mythology yeah so I definitely like that they added more to the upside down uh, which as I learned in the uh, the post season two show that they did or that it's kind of like uh, the talking dead you yeah, know yeah. Um, that originally it wasn't supposed to be called the upside down it was supposed to be called um, the void or something like that um, but in all the scripts they kept writing the upside down and they're like it's gonna be called the upside down yeah, I like the upside down a lot more so do I it like, gives it like like if you say the void you know there's I'm sure there's like dozens of other things that use it yeah like I feel the, like the upside down is very uh, yeah it, it's now tethered to that show like you say that and like oh strange things yeah yeah uh, but you know I like that they, we added they added more to the upside down um, we added more monsters yes the mind flayer I think I, I love so much more than the demogorgon uh, and even though I even have a demogorgon pop figure 
like a three, uh, three foot tall one um, on our bookshelf. Well, I mean, then it came out like the Demogorgon is not even like that special of a yeah. Monster. It, it, it's just because that's what the Demodogs turn into. Yeah. Right. So it's just like you know a hive mind kind of thing, but the mind flayer is just like the yeah, master the, entity. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the way. mind flayer is the. Uh, the big boss of the uh, upside down, yeah. and the demogorgon just has to be the. It's just the creature that comes out first, I think, because I I think, see that was something I kind of wish they would have explained a little bit more in season two was like, you know, we got the demogorgon in season one, and then we get the mind flare in season two. So how did, how did the mind flare not know to? come through that little gate before uh-huh earlier unless well the the mind the unless the only thing I could think of mind flare came through will though yeah yeah see that's what I was thinking of unless he like I'm calling it like the mind flare he it knew like okay I I need a kid to get through but I can't get through, so I'll send my creature to maybe to get the kid. But I don't think he was counting on Will being. I, I would say Will was being smart when he was in the Upside Down and figuring out how to hide from the Demogorgon. Um, yeah, I don't think he was counting on that, and I don't think he was actually counting on getting out at all. Cause yeah. It seemed like the Demogorgon was going to eat it. Eat him. Because he had him in that cocoon or whatever. Mm-hmm. The very end. Yeah. And I don't think he was planning on... Because if, if he wanted to, you know... If his whole plan was to, you know, find a host body, then get out... Uh-huh. He could have done that, you know, got into Will the first time. Will could have walked out. He would have been missing for a week, right? Right. Like, that would have been Big Ben the season one. I think it was like... Maybe I'm just overthinking it. <laughs> Probably. I think, you know... Well, because there was that tree portal one. Mm-hmm. But, it, but yeah, but it closed up after they got Nancy out. Yeah. Which um, I, I wonder, like, how come that happened there when there's this giant hole? Yeah, see... Well, it seemed like the, the Demogorgon can, like, freely go in between. That's, see, that's that was my theory. I think the Demogorgon can create his own portals. I think, like, once the Demodogs become... The Demogorgon. True. We we have only seen like one Demogorgon. Yeah, it's true. I wonder. We've seen, like if, dozens of demo dogs, demo puppies. I wonder if maybe. I wonder if maybe they were dying out. Like maybe since the Upside Down is full of decay, maybe they were dying out. I have a lot know. of questions. I don't know. Yeah, there's, to the there's, down. I hope they build on that. And, like give us some more. Yeah, because like. Um, because th- I think the reason why the Mind Flayer singled Will out specifically in season two, because you know at the end of season one, Will spits out that slug. Yeah. I think. Well, that's. I think that slug is what created the other Demodogs. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that showed the Mind Flayer, like, like oh, I'm like, still oh, attached can, to this. I can, yeah, I can attach to this kid. Uh, and season two was crazy, man, and. I I legit I didn't cry but I was so upset that Bob died 
to. Spoiler alert, if anyone hasn't seen season two of Stranger Things, Bob dies. Sean Astin dies. Sam Wise game chief. I'm so I was I was like, no! Sam! I was like, I mean Bob! But uh I watched an interview where apparently Sean Astin told them like he you know, he got that, you know, they make a lot of references to 80s things. And you know, Sean Astin is you know he was big in the eighties with well Rudy was in the early nineties. But you know the Goonies. He he apparently specifically said, "I don't want any Goonies references." Oh, but they did. I know they still the X, did. Like X marks the spot. I'm like, yeah, because when they make the map, yeah. he says that. I'm like, oh. But I guess you know. I don't, I don't like, think I don't think he was thinking of it. But like, I he, he, oh, he knew. But, I think he just let one slide. He's like, that's, that's, yeah, that's all I'll give you because you know everybody's gonna want that. Yeah, but yeah, I know. But I know he told the. The uh, the Duffer Brothers like I don't want any Goonies references. I don't want this character to be like Mikey. I don't want like he he really wanted it to. Well, no, he actually says something else. Like Mikey would. No, he says uh for another reference. He's like, what's what's at the center of this map? Pirate treasure? And they laugh. Ah. I remember that. I just remember that. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think yeah that was the scene where he he. I think that's where I'm kind of mis- uh, misremembering is that in that scene he was like I, I don't want this to be like the Goonies like I think you're right that he said I'll give you one or two yeah. but I really don't want this to be like the Goonies and they're like we can do two references yeah um and I think that's another thing I love about it is that there are all these, you know, visual references to all these '80s tropes and yeah. 80, you know '80s movies and '80s pop culture. Yeah. Um, Even the like the title font. Mm-hmm. It's definitely Stephen King novel. Oh yeah, I know everyone's using it. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. like that band uh, Greta Fleet Walk or something like that. Yeah. Or hang on, this is gonna bother me if I don't. Greta Van Fleet. That's it. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. use that font um, for for theirs now, and their either even album artwork feels very Stranger Things. Um, but so now in literally, wait, what's today? Today's Wednesday. Uh, the second is in literally a week. We'll have season three. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I've been more excited for a new season of a show. Since season the final uh, season of Legion that just started, oh, which yeah. I haven't even started watching. Yeah, but like I'm so excited, it's it's unreal. Like like I was pretty I, yeah, I was pretty excited for season eight of Game of Thrones. Like I was ready to see how this was going to end because I'd finally caught up. But I don't. I'm so excited. Um, and there's so and there's like I have so many questions. So many questions I need answering. Like, why are we just now seeing the mayor for the first time? Yeah. There's and def- why is it Carrie Yules? Yeah. <laughs> I hope he says uh, as you wish at one point. Yes. Gives us a little Princess oh, Bride callback. Uh, I would, I would, because from what I read, he's only like in three or four episodes. Really? Or not even. I think he's like in two. Hmm. No, I think he's in like three episodes. Um,. But supposedly his character is like like a corrupt mayor, which I mean it's the eighties, of course. <laughs> Everybody's a corrupt mayor. They, they gotta have a corrupt mayor, you know. Um, but you know, uh, 
and I know we were talking about it the other day. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't hope for this, but I, I kind of want to see another thing. I, uh, Mrs. Wheeler and Billy, <laughs> a little, a little bit more uh, yeah. additional romance between them, because that was so funny. Like, and that, yeah. and that one could say like they just like cut the tension for the next scene with like a knife with that scene but yeah. I feel like that added more to the tension because the, the whole time you're watching it's like man Billy's about to bang Mrs. Wheeler <laughs> yeah. and everyone else is dealing with the Dima dogs yeah. um, Mike's about to have a baby sister <laughs> <laughs> another baby sister oh yeah. yeah I always forget there's a younger they, they, one they have a toddler yeah um but, you know, I'm definitely seeing a lot of, you know, from the, the three trailers they released. Was it three or four trailers? Because I know it was the first one that has the Motley Crue song in it. And think, the... Uh, I think there's three. Did you watch that uh, that fake advertisement they had for, for, Coke? The, for the... No. Well, that one too. With the Starcourt Mall. Yes. Yeah, yes. That yeah, was yeah. the very first thing. They yeah, that's right. About. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone's like, Starcourt Mall, what is this? You know? Then uh-huh. it kind of loops back as, you know, yeah, cause it's Stranger like, Things. Yeah, because you see Steve at the very end. And then you yeah, get, and you're like, you, wait, what? And then you get flashes of what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, no. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I saw the announcement, um, which I love that they <laughs> – that for this fake commercial that they included the Ahoy ice cream shop with yeah. Steve Harrington, who – I'm going to be real. It's probably one of my favorite character arcs of any show. Oh, yeah. Because I fucking hated Steve in season one. Yeah. He's, he was, I was like, he's an asshole. I hated him at the very beginning, mm. but I loved him at the very end. Exactly. And a lot of people are like, no, he should have gotten with... Uh, Nancy? Or Nancy should have gotten with Jonathan at, the, at that time. Like, But that's like, you know, too cliche right like, there. Like, I'm really glad that she went with, you know, went back to Steve first. Right. And then let that, like, you know... Her little fling with Jonathan Blossom and you know the yeah. love triangle. Yeah, thing. I definitely, I definitely kind of felt like that was coming. I was like, she's gonna end up yeah. with Jonathan. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm glad she ended up going back with Steve because I think Ashley was actually pretty pissed that she went back to Steve. I was like, yeah, a lot of people were, but I really glad it did, and I really like you know the Steve arc because he goes from like douchey boyfriend to oh yeah. sweet boyfriend, and he understands like, and he's like, you know, f- you know. He apologizes for calling Nancy a whore on the cinema marquee, you know, mm-hmm. to now he's just like, oh, uh, she dumped me and now I just got to take care of these kids and I'm going to do that because, you know, I know, he could have just like, no, fuck this. I'm out. Like, but no, he's like, I'm definitely going to. I got to help these kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I refer to him as Papa Steve in Papa season Steve. two. There was um, a lot of memes with that. It was like the best mother there is. And it's like, or the best mother in Stranger Things. And it's Steve. It's Steve. Yeah. See, like I got in a fight with someone. I don't remember who. They're like, no, it's Mama Steve. I was like, no, it's yeah. Papa Steve. It's Papa Steve. Yeah. Like, no. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, he, he has one of the best arcs I've ever seen. Yeah. Cause yeah. you know, he's trying to get in Nancy's pants from day one. Um, then eventually gets in them and is just kind of like, like yeah, you, you can hang around with me. I kind of got what I wanted out of you, but you know, you, you, you can still hang out with me. And then you know, the whole horror thing happens, and uh, I think what kind of puts it into perspective for Steve is that Jonathan beats the piss out of him. Like I think that's what really puts it in this per- perspective yeah, for him. Yeah. Like holy shit, I'm not, I'm not this, like. Yeah. 
this untouchable. Yeah, I'm not the on top alpha dog as I thought I was. Yeah, and then I actually I was actually more pissed at Nancy in season two. Oh yeah. Because you know, especially at the party when Steve is being like the best gentleman. You know, yeah. and his girlfriend is drunk as fuck. And he's taking care of her. And yeah. he's taking care of her. And then she, like, yeah. pretty much says how, like, their relationship is bullshit. And then he's like, you know what? He's like, all right. I'm out. Um, I, I love the scene, though, when he's going to her house. And he's like, I'm... And he's, gonna, like, he's like reciting what he's going to say. And he's like, I love you, and I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry? What the hell am I sorry for? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then Dustin kind of intercepts him. But um, You still got that bat? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go. <laughs> like, oh, okay. like throws the flowers away or yeah. something. <laughs> um, but no, and, and I like that he he maintains his uh, friendship with Dustin. Like, yeah. From all the stuff I've seen of season three, like for the the Coke commercial, the Coke commercial, and yeah, when uh, when they're in the theater, yeah, he's like, who's who you got a date on? He's like, I'm just here with a friend. He's like, yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> and then he sits down next to the girl and looks at her, and then looks over, and Dustin's right next to him. Yeah, like yeah, in the Coke commercial, uh, he says, "Hey," to, I don't remember what the girl's name. And she's like, "Hey, Steve." And then you like see like the popcorn disappear, and he's yeah. like, "You're late." Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, so I'm really excited to see how how Steve is going to how they're gonna because. I don't feel like Steve's arc is done yet. No. no. So I'm kind of curious to see, because I definitely kind of see him as more, still being a mentor to Dust. I, I feel like more Dustin more than everyone else. Um, because, you know, Mike has 11. Lucas has... Max. Max. Um, and I definitely see, like, a lot of the, the 80s tropes of, you know, we're getting older now, like... You know, we're not interested in Dungeons and Dragons anymore. You know, we're yeah. just girls and hanging out. And, you know, it's Saturday night mm-hmm. in 1985, and you know, and, oh, and I, I hope we get a uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, because well, it's summer. Is it? Is it? It's it's summer of '85, right? Yeah. Is, is all the posters keep saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's when uh, Back to Back the Future, to future came, came out. out. Yeah, so I, we're definitely gonna get some. I don't uh, say we hope. We're definitely gonna get it. Oh, no. There's no good question. Wouldn't anyway. it be cool as if like they've kept it secret, but fucking Michael J. Fox shows up? Oh my gosh, dude! Just like that would be amazing. Just as like a, like a quick little like like maybe it's just like a quick character. Yeah. Like he comes to the grocery store that Joyce works at, and like, or he could be like some scientist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the like the you know the one that worked in the season like two. Paul Reiser. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that could explain the uh, like he got his. Like Parkinson's from <laughs> something from the upside down. Yeah. Not trying um, to insult anybody with Parkinson's or anything, but but yeah, uh, I don't know. They got to have Paul Reiser come back too. Oh, like they, so. they have to have Paul Reiser come back. Um, but you know, then like Hopper is, you know, definitely in season two. I could see that Hopper actually cared for Eleven um, and I think the more and more he got to know her and the more he was pretty much raising her yeah. um, he, he he became that father figure for her um, oh, yeah. and so I definitely see that more than all the trailers for season 3 that you know he even though he knows she's the strongest of all of them like in the, the last trailer um, he, you know he even acknowledges like yeah you're, you're stronger than all of us but 
I still want you safe. Yeah. Um, which I, I love Hopper. He's, he's such a great character, and there's so much like mystery around him. Like I'm glad we kind of got more of his backstory in season one about like his daughter dying of cancer and yeah. how that pretty much messed him up and ruined his marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's I feel like there's still so much mystery surrounding him. Um, and I wonder if they're ever going to talk about the deal that he made in season one. You know, because, you know, he makes the deal in season one and, you know, when season one ends, he's picked up by like a government car. Yeah. And then all we know is if he ever finds Eleven, he's supposed to report it. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to know what deal he made to uh, to not, first of all, because they were going to kill him. Um, um, maybe they were going to kill him. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Um, but, uh, you know, and there, there's so many things that they're also kind of paying off from season two that I've seen in, in on all the trailers of, uh, of season three. Like, uh, Eleven is now cool with Max. Yeah, they're having like a slumber party. Yeah, they have like a yeah, slumber party and they go to the mall together. Um, which uh, I uh, I think that was really, I thought that was cool. I was like, yeah, you know, great. They, they need to become friends. Um and I definitely like the trailer where they uh, they prank Dustin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his his character's name is Dustin, right? Or is that is that the actor's name? I keep no. saying Dustin. Dustin. The, it's Dustin. And in my head, it's like, no, that's not right. Yeah. Yeah, Dustin. Oh no, yeah, his real name is Gaten. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've. It sounds weird, <laughs> but I've memorized these fourteen-year-olds' names, except for the kid who plays Lucas. Uh, but I know, but you know, Will, uh, his, uh, his name is Noah. Finn Wolfhard plays Mike, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, 11, uh, Dustin is Gaten. And, uh, I want to say it's like Sadie. Max. Yeah. Sadie is Max. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the kid who plays Lucas. Poor Lucas. He's on, I know. He's forgotten. Him. I know, dude. Lucas is like the one character that everyone kind of shits on. Like, but you know, his, he's uh, definitely like the smartest one. He really is. Like, like, like he knew all this from, stuff and he's like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't do this crap. And they're like, you're going to get us killed. They're like, no, nah, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, like he kind of called it in season one that, um, something was off with 11 when they, when she took him in that giant circle. Oh yeah. She was messing with the compasses. Mm-hmm. Where they um, but, uh, I, I, I like all the, uh, I don't know if it's like official promotion stuff, but like this these promos where it looks like a yearbook, yeah. and it has their like um, their uh, their class from Dungeons and Dragons written over their names. So yeah. like who like which one are they like a paladin and um, I think Eleven's uh, considered like a mage. Yeah, or something. I don't know. There, there's just there's so just so many '80s tropes that like I'm glad they're continuing. And you said it um, before we started recording. Um, season three definitely has a uh, a feel of this are gonna be Russians, dude. Yes, <laughs> I mean that's kind of how it was, you know was from the very beginning because whenever she first in season one when Eleven first goes into the upside down, she's like spying on. 
and like there's some people dude speaking Russian mm-hmm. so it kind of started there but like season 3 all their promo stuff is a lot of Russian things mm-hmm. and you know it's 1985 you know Gorbachev was Elected in 1985, so yeah, it was during the and in the Starcourt Mall promo, there's like the camera camera pans like by some bookstore, and on the thing is uh, the hunt for Red Ecto- Red October. Oh yeah, which you know very Russian, deals with Russia, Cold War stuff, and a lot of the characters in season three promos have a lot of you know there's a lot of Russian looking guys with some dude in like some gas mask. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. In the, in the final trailer, there's the dude with the flat top that definitely looks like a uh, Dolph Lundgren, uh, yeah, yeah. Ivan. Uh, oh God, what's his name from Rocky Four? Ivan. Ivan Drago. Yeah, definitely looks like an Ivan Drago knockoff. Um, yeah. Yeah. I because and then you know we have uh, what's the the PI's name? Maury. Uh, you know, Nancy and Jonathan go to him, and uh, is he a PI? I thought he was just like a weird, like journalist guy. I think he's. Oh shit! I don't know, man. Um, I just know that that guy. Like I, I've, I've seen him in everything, and don't remember his name. Um, yeah. uh, Do, 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 do. Where are you at, man? Where are you at? Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm sorry, everyone. I know. I'm trying to look for it. I know. So am I. Oh, God. See, this is why I need to actually take notes. <laughs> We just I mean, kind of I, go off on a tangent anyway, so... I know. I don't think notes would do much. Where are you? Oh, my God. Because I know he shows up in the first episode. He's, He's in, in the last trailer, too, because I just watched that before. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. Brett Gilman. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, his character's name is Maury. Yeah, and, you know, and he's, like, convinced... That eleven, it, you know, well, no, not that eleven, but like he's convinced that there's like a Russian invasion of Hawkins. Yeah, um, I mean, he's pretty much he gets a lot, like a lot of nails on the head whenever he's like with his little conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. you know, uh, Nancy and Jonathan are like, oh well, actually, this is this and that is that. So yeah, yeah. So he, uh, yeah. So I definitely feel like his uh, theory. <laughs> of uh, Russians coming to um, Hawkins in this season are uh, is going to be uh, coming true at least uh, a little bit um, but man there's just there's so many things I have questions about because you know in the final trailer we get a theory from Will that they don't think they trapped the mind flayer at the end of season two or they trapped him on the yeah. other side they trapped him on their side yeah. but he needs a new host um, which that's kind of like confirmed because but yeah yeah the final trailer kind of flat out confirms that <laughs> but they uh, bad, bad boy Billy I know Dacre Montgomery is uh, now uh, possessed 
He's kind of like got like a venom thing kind of going on. Yeah, because he keeps because he's in the shower at one point. It's like some kind of infection on his arm, and then mm-hmm. his eyes do some weird things in the trailer. So, yeah. yeah, I wonder if he gets it from uh, being a lifeguard for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, did you he see that? Drink some pool water in the, <laughs> the mind flare. Like, oh, this is perfect. Um, but you know, yeah. But then, like, he refers to himself in the. Uh, you know the royal we you know we you know, we were we are venom see right there he's venom <laughs> venom confirmed for <laughs> i mean for stranger things we... i mean it would it would make sense for venom to show up i mean spider-man was pretty popular in Ooh. the 80s yeah um even though even though they uh, they talk about the x-men plot. comics plot twist uh 11 is young Jean Grey. <laughs> <laughs> it's right before the uh, the Phoenix Force. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it ties into Dark Phoenix. Um, but um, I wonder, I just, I really have a question about that creature that we saw in the very first trailer. Yeah, it's like some, it, it's like. It looks like it's a form of the Demogorgon. A mutated Demogorgon. With, I wonder. Maybe this is a stretch. I have a feeling it's a stretch since we don't know because they haven't told us anything about this damn monster. Um, I wonder if it's Billy. Like, I wonder if Ooh. I wonder if the mind flayer yeah. is mutating his body. That would make sense because you know it's red. You know, and, and the Demogorgon is kind of like this pale. He, yeah. he, he was like this pale He wasn't gray. all like gross. Well, he kind of was like sticky and gross, but not as much as that thing is. Yeah, so that, I mean, that would That's make true. sense that, you know, a human body being pretty much ripped apart and reformulated. Turned upside down, if you will. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do, I, I, the one of the things I really love is that they release the titles of did the they? Um, they did that with the season two too as well yeah they reached the titles um, and I feel like that even gives like a lot of references in itself so you know the first episode's called uh, Susie Duty Copy and you know the, the Susie is Lucas's little sister and the Duffer brother said that she was going to have a bigger role a bigger role in season season three <laughs> Uh, then episode two is called The Mall Rats, which I'm, I'm assuming is probably the episode we're going to see the mall opened up mm-hmm. and, you know, the kids enjoying uh, their mall time. Um, and then we have episode three, The Case of the Missing Lifeguard, which I bet you that's when uh, Billy gets, Billy gets contacted by the, by the Mind Flayer. Um, it's when the FBI comes and say, Billy, has uh, older women been <laughs> flirting with you? <laughs> Yeah. Or 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 he'd probably be like, no man, I'm trying to flirt with them. <laughs> yeah. um, the chapter the, the episode four is the sauna test, which I think that's the only thing I haven't figured out what that could possibly mean. Yeah. Like looking at all the trailers, um, episode five is called the source. I'm assuming that's when they're. That's probably they're 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 probably thinking of a plan like okay this is what's going on this is what we know here's what we should do that's usually right around the time like in season one and season two right around the the episode five or episode six where they're like where they only have half the puzzle and they're already trying to fix that half before they have the full puzzle 
Um, season uh, episode six, the birthday, which yeah, I still don't know what that could possibly mean. I feel like it's gonna be Eleven's birthday, probably. Yeah. Uh, episode seven, the bite, which I bet you that's probably when we're gonna see the uh, the monster at full. Yeah. And then episode eight, my favorite title, The, the Battle of Starcourt. Because I bet you the, the plan that they eventually formulate, they're like, okay, we got to get it back to Starcourt. And, and then, then I wonder if, like, the geographical location of Starcourt is going to be significant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, I feel like it definitely is. Because, you know, they, uh, in season one and season two, they never hinted at that Hawkins would ever have a. Uh, a mall of any kind. They just have like yep. shopping centers. Yeah. Mm. So one more thing to bring up that, you know, I haven't seen anything in at all in season three. Uh-huh. And also lowest rated episode of the series is when Eleven goes to Chicago and meets her, uh, her other, the other girl. Oh, seven, his, his seven his I think is yeah, her, yeah, her fake sister, which was another victim of the yeah all the the tests that testing. They did. Yeah, I like, say she was seven. Yeah, because episode seven of season two is when she shows up. It's like that whole episode is you know dedicated to that you know side story. Yeah, which a lot of people didn't like. It definitely didn't fit in. It it felt to me like. Like, I like the feel of it. I like the aesthetic. I like all the stuff. Didn't mm-hmm. fit in at all. I feel like it would have been cooler as, like, a like the start of, like, an 80s X-Men kind of thing. Yeah. With the punk rock kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen anything. I also haven't seen, like, heard anybody talking about them. I, yeah, that... See, like, I, I enjoyed that. I, I, I kind of saw that as, like, a break yeah. from all of this... This like shitstorm that was going on in season two because uh-huh. that's when because the episode right before that is I want to say it's the spy even though I was just literally looking at it yeah uh, I want to say the episode right before that was the spy and I think that's the episode where Mike figures out yeah the spy where Mike figures out that Will isn't Will yeah that Will was actually be, is being possessed by the mind flayer. Um, and so I felt like that was kind of a good break, like, because I, I remember, uh, I'm pretty sure I was sweating, like, I was like, holy shit. Uh, and so to have this kind of side story with Eleven and her meeting her, you know, like adoptive sister, uh, was a nice break for me. I, I enjoyed it. I, um, I can see why people didn't like it. Um, <laughs> because, you know, much like, kind of like, I'm going to compare it again to Game of Thrones. You know, Game of Thrones has this ensemble cast. We want to know what's happening with everyone. Yeah. I feel like the same thing with Stranger Things. We want to know what's happening with all these characters, not just one specific one. But and then you throw on all these random people and like, yeah, why I am I supposed to care about these ones? I know, and this especially this, you know after you don't see them again. But. Yeah, and especially like the the revenge plot too, that doesn't work out like they they get sold out uh, yeah. so like I could see why people wouldn't like that but I mean I I enjoyed it I just want to know wonder if they're going to showcase any of them that again or if we're going to see even more 
like of like other characters like you know if test subjects you know yeah because obviously there's more than 11 because you know 11 wasn't just apparently that was their number because you know there's another number seven mm-hmm. so there's at least uh nine more yeah i've i've had a theory for a long time like when when season three was first announced i think the duffer brothers should dabble in once just one season doesn't have to be like they, they can they, they don't have to make this story go for like ever but dabble in like a version of time travel Ooh. um so here's my theory because like like you I wonder if there are more test subjects that survived and they just kind of lie because do they ever say if those test subjects actually survived or not I don't think so or is it just assumed that none of those other test subjects survived yeah so I think would be really cool if we meet the first one the first test subject and I've had this kind of idea of like, okay, what if it, what if he or she had like reality, not necessarily reality manipulation, but could open a portal to the upside down. But when they go through that portal, they're actually going through time rather than uh, space, uh-huh. you know. Um, but. There would be no. I, I think. I think there would be no way to, for them to do it, not necessarily practically, but make it work in their universe. Because I feel like everything yeah. in their universe, obviously, it's not real. No one actually has telekinesis, but that we know of. Uh, yeah, uh, but I feel like everything in their world that, that the Duffer Brothers have created is very real. You it know, fits in exactly. Yeah, and I feel like time travel would have to be very. They would really have to hone in to yeah. make sure that it's not too it's not too too, wonky. Yeah, I feel like they they would have to make it not complicated. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be honest, the end game time travel confused the hell out of me until I watched the second time and I was like, oh, yeah. I get it now. I feel like if they do go through that, and if they do, you know, add more of these, it's probably going to feel like, you know, too much of the the Umbrella Academy or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think... I don't think they should explore another... I mean, it'd be cool to see if maybe there was another test subject survived, but mm-hmm. I don't think they should. I feel like having two... <laughs> two characters that... Or, or what if, you know, it's revealed that one of our other characters is one. Like one of we the... we already know. And it's they, already been established. And that they never, they they, they never no gave him a number. Yeah, or they did give him a number, and like the kid, you, know, you know, you can block out very traumatic events. The kid yeah. forgot. You know, they don't really have, they don't really use their power. So maybe they grew up and they have super strength, and their name is David Harbor. And <laughs> just getting out. <laughs> Chief Hoppers. Chief Harper one. They yeah. Um, no, that'd be interesting to see. And, I mean, and uh, I was just talking to, um, I'm, I'm going to say it like this so if the people listening know who we're talking about, but uh, I was talking to our friend Brandon last night about yeah. uh, Stranger Things. Holgeen, by the way. 
because uh, you know we know two different Brandons. I know several um, Brandons in my life. Yeah, um, and you know he was telling me that they that he really hopes they they keep it going, and I kind of broke his heart a little bit. I was like, man, you know, I was like, they plan to. I was like, but not for a long time. And he was like, well, what does that mean? Because they've confirmed that they would probably only do like a season four or season five and then that would be it honestly I'm glad me too like when things get drawn out I just feel like like it gets stale you know like uh, and a lot of people are gonna hate it but like Supernatural once I got past like season seven or eight it just came with the same thing over and over yeah I same mean with like, The Walking Dead I mean like I I love I love Supernatural but I mean I would agree to that like yeah. you know season one <laughs> Two and th- season one, two, three, and four are, are fantastic. Yeah. Season one and two were played off as these as mini horror movies, you know. And then we get to season three, and season three is all about you know Sam trying to figure out how to get Dean out of his deal yeah. that he made to save Sam's life back in season two. And season four is about stopping the rise of Lucifer. Well, season four is the precursor to season five, which is season five stopping Lucifer. Yeah. Um, but then everything after that, like <laughs> it's just the same like angels versus demons. Like yeah, this angel's good. Oh, now this angel's bad. But this demon's good. Oh no, now he's bad. We're just gonna keep flipping, flopping sides, and I'm like, just okay. Yeah, I mean, and they went too much with the angel and demon. Like, if they would have mixed in a lot more of the what they did with know, season one and two, yeah, like, oh, like, oh, we still have to fight, you know, monsters on Earth. Like, like yeah. that's what your job is, right? Yeah, family business, right? Yeah, so killing things anyway. So I'm, I really hope they do like you know, like the Breaking Bad method where they end it on their own terms, where it makes sense and it's not too much. Oh yeah, I, and I'm glad for that. I would like, I would like two, two more seasons. I feel two like two more seasons. I think would be good. I, yeah, I feel like. So we'll have season three. I'm sure it'll end with more fucking questions. Yeah. Uh, and then I think we should do a season four. That either A follows up with those questions or gives us more questions. And then a season five that answers everything and brings it all full circle. Mm-hmm. And they would have to do it quickly because those kids are visibly getting older. Yeah. You know, especially uh, Finn Wolfhard, who plays Mike. He really hit him like a train. He's like 10 feet tall by now. <laughs> I know, man. Like, he, because they're all, they were all supposed to be like. 11, 12 in the first season, right? Yeah. And then season two was a year later. So they would be like 13. Yeah. And this season they would be 14. Well, no. If it's... Well, no. If they're keeping with the method of in in their timeline, it's only been a year, then they would be 14, 15. Yeah. Around that time. Um, so by the time of... See, if they did a season you know, five... Yeah. As long as they like... You know, I know it's hard for, like, children, because I'm sure they got, like, school they have to do or something. Yeah. But as long as, you know, keep it consistent with their shooting schedule, yeah. then, you know, you can just have that, you know, like, oh, it's been, you know, a year since last time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. Because, you know, you, then you get, like, uh, The Walking Dead, where the very beginning, Carl... Is like you know, he's baby, like eight years boy. old, and now like the very you know 
and he's like the, you know closer to the later seasons yeah, he's, he's like, like a man a grown man and it's like it's been two years and like good god what is Carl eating <laughs> what, what kind is, of protein shakes do you give that boy what is, what is Rick feeding him man are you feeding him zombie skin <laughs> like 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 beef jerky zombie that burns all the disease off oh yep <laughs> um, but yeah man like I I agree like I think like I, I, I like that they the, the Duffer brothers have openly said like yeah we, we're, we don't want to drag this out that we want to end it um, you know and it's sad to see a show end especially one that's so good but like you said if, it, they, if, they, if they end it on their terms yeah then the rewatch I feel like the rewatchability is so much higher it, yeah because I've watched Breaking Bad. I don't know how many times. Yeah, like, and I and I used to love Walking Dead, but it became stale, and it, you know, grew into the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And now, like, I don't rewatch it anymore, just because you know I'm like, like I rewatched season one and two, and I'm like, this was so good. What, what happened? The hell happened? <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. It does have when they end it on their own, it retains that re- rewatchability just because you're excited to be like. Yeah, this is like a really good story, and I like to go back and oh, yeah. delve into it. Yeah, like, um, like I remember when I finished My Name is Earl, all four seasons of My Name is Earl. Great show, S- so funny. Like it was, it, it, it such a funny show. Like it, it's very underrated now too. Like no one really cares about it, and I think it's because they got canceled when they were building something. Like season four ends on a cliffhanger oh, because they were building it into the next season and then they got canceled and like even though I love My Name is Earl and I would totally rewatch it on my priority list of rewatchability it's yeah. very low so yeah I I definitely feel like if, if the Duffer Brothers are given their chance to end Stranger Things on their terms uh, I would definitely I mean I've rewatched season one and season two I mean I you know for being a streaming show I own season one we're trying to get season two uh, but Ashley won't let me buy it <laughs> but, uh, but yeah I uh, I would say that's a, a good place to end it at um, we hope everyone has enjoyed our discussion uh, you know of two subjects in one episode um, definitely if you are a Star Wars fan six more months and if you're a Stranger Things fan only a a week left Uh, and if you haven't started watching Stranger Things watch it right now it's a Netflix original so both seasons are on Netflix at the time of this recording because I mean Netflix has been kicking shows off like crazy yeah but uh, and if you're not a Star Wars fan just ease into it you know like I think that's one of the few things I would tell anyone to just ease into you know most Star Wars fans would tell you like no you go you you go hard into it the easiest way to ease into it is watch 4, 5, and 6 first and then go back and watch the prequels and then watch the sequels because that's how yeah. I watched it 4, 5, 6 then 1, 2, 3 and then or there's a machete order machete order I don't know it's it. like it's like 4, 5 you get the reveal the big like biggest reveal in cinematic history Vader is Luke's father uh-huh. and then it's like a flashback you go watch one two three oh. and then you finish out with six. Oh, I've never watched it like that before I'd start doing that 
But we hope you guys uh, enjoyed the episode, and uh, see you next week.